0: Hello, I'm Conrad Swift and welcome to the Cardano Convo podcast. A podcast that gives a glimpse into the Cardano ecosystem. The Cardano Convo provides an easy to digest explanation of the projects that are being built, thoughts, and what's going on within the Cardano community. Today, I'll be speaking with Paolo, the Chief Executive Officer of CubeCoin. Before we begin, I have a small disclaimer. In this Convo, there are talks of basic concepts of investment Nothing within this episode should be misconstrued as legal, financial, or tax advice. If you are looking for that, you should do your own research or seek out a licensed professional. Without further ado, let's get to the interview. Hello, Paolo. It's nice to have you on the show, and thank you for taking the time to talk with us today and answer a few questions about the work you're doing with Cube and Cube Coin.
1: Hello. Thanks uh, for having me, and it's really a pleasure for me.
0: So... There are a couple of questions I always ask. To begin, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background? What drew you into crypto in general?
1: Sure. Well, I have a business uh, entrepreneur background. I've been working in uh, different fields since I was like 22. Now I'm 38 and uh, I always open businesses, startups. And uh, I jumped four years ago into my actual business, Flycube, and, uh, and then, uh, during, during the COVID-19, we, as we work in the travel and entertainment industry, we decided, you know, for, for the situation to take different opportunities. As I was an investor in uh, cryptocurrency, I must say, since uh, about four or five years, uh, we decided to move forward with that and build a full ecosystem of different projects all together centralized by different projects and, um, and basically came up the need to build the cryptocurrency to put them all together.
0: So I know that there are many aspects or parts of Cube or its ecosystem, but could you explain what Cube is for our watch- watchers and listeners?
1: Sure. We started in 2017 with Flycube, it's a surprise trip startup. And uh, basically, it's been so success, successful in, in Europe that um, we, we basically brainstormed about our added value of surprise. And we found out that surprise concept can be applied in, in different sectors, not all of them, but in entertainment, in leisure, in the travel industry. So, so we decided, you know, to to build ideas as usual. You, you usually happens in startups, and and we came up with like a lot of ideas. So, um, then, uh, as I say, during the, the COVID nineteen, these ideas became more uh, more concrete and uh, and. And we took out seven, seven concepts from it, seven different uh, products from the surprise concept. And one of them is, uh, is the cryptocurrency. So basically, the Cube is an ecosystem that we want to build. Now is uh, we have uh, two startups, FlyCube for travel industry and EatCube for um, hospitality for restaurants. So they, they are surprise restaurants with the same concept. Basically, we sell packages, like for example, with FlyCube. Um, Round trip flights, accommodation, and surprise experiences, and uh, all together in a, in a fixed pack- package for uh, for our customer. The same is uh, with uh, with the restaurants and the other startup we're going to build in the next years. So um, the cube ecosystem is, is this, is all these startups together. And they are um, like, you, you can think, you know, you, you always uh, have a lot of ideas. You want to build a lot of projects together. It's not like they, they are all centralized with uh, one technological um, system that we call the cube system, just, mm-hmm. uh, and, um, and basically all the startups move with the same uh, administration, administrator with the same, uh, with the same system mm-hmm. all together, so it's easy for us to, to develop different products, different concepts uh, based on the, on the surprise. So that's quite a bit.
0: With I know you're talking about the sheer amount of projects and how they're all done on the same ecosystem, but it can be a bit baffling for us to see. For example, I know you guys have aims for like a Dex. You have aims for. You already have the Eat Cube and Fly Cube and other yeah. projects as well. How do those all fit on the same ecosystem?
1: They fit all together because uh, we we are in travel, leisure, and entertainment industry. They all together. Uh, this is the the branding part. So like we we build in different brands. With the cube uh, as a connector. But um, as I say, they're all based on the same technology. So when we build, the, like with the restaurant, we use the same algorithm we use with travel. So in a different way, of course. Like, for example, it's really easy. Like, fly Cube is uh, you discover your destination two days before, and, and then you travel to this destination when the time arrives. With the restaurants, it's two hours before. So actually, by logic, the 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 system that we built to give this surprise to the client, it's uh, it's applied uh, in in the other in the other status. What happens? The, there are not only those ones. There is the QBox, box, for example, there is for B two B market for uh, basically our gifts for. Uh, for employees in companies. We already started with this two years, three years ago and now we, we want to put it. They, basically they are physical products uh, that we sell with the packages including Flycube and Eatcube. And then because we have a huge community uh, with both startups uh, and uh, they all send us a lot of contents related to adventures, travel or whatever it is we say because we are in the crypto we are uh, we are uh, really into that we say let's build also one of the pro- the project they came up was the nft platform for adventures so this is uh, another one of them and then the cryptocurrency so basically these are the the projects the cryptocurrencies we we the use case is to we can speak about it maybe later but it's to to connect the, our platforms to use uh, uh, as we see the future of course in the cryptocurrency, so so we know there will be a standard way method of payment. So we want to do it with our own cryptocurrency within our platforms. and also we will build an app as soon as it will be available for offline payments, of course. We, we, because we have partnered with a lot of platforms for hotels, accommodations in general, and uh, and directly with the hotels as well. So it will be easy for us uh, to, to use our token as a method of payment as well.
0: Oh, of course. But another question I did have is with there being so many different blockchain platforms, why is Cube building these services on the Cardano blockchain?
1: Uh, it's a matter of trust, of security. When, uh, when we started with the idea of the cryptocurrency, we wanted to build our own blockchain, but it's not our business yet. It's something that we want to do in the future. Uh, now we need the utility of it only, so we start looking uh, like we we did uh, a test with uh, with the uh, binance with the smart chain. We we checked also ethereum, and then because I invested a lot in, uh, I'm sort of fan of cardano. So we we try to speak with them and see if there was. Uh, any margin for uh, for a partnership, or at least uh, get on the build blockchain advance before the smart contracts, uh, that they've been released just a few days before, a few, a few days ago. Then, we, because we know that the roadmap is really long-term, it's amazing, the roadmap of Cardano, it's uh, the decentralization, uh, all the things they are doing for us, Army, so we try to speak with them and see if we can move forward with their blockchain. And that's the main reason. We we trust Cardano, we trust the security and it's a perfect fit for us. Also because we have also a really long-term roadmap, no similar to their one. We do different things, but we, we see the future like in five, ten years. So that that's why, and also the advancement of the technology they have. So it, Basically, it's what we, what we exactly need for our for October. Our That's why.
0: So yeah. I wanted to jump back to something you said prior. So I looked at FlyCube and E-Cube and are and both seem to be quite the hit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really impressed by the genius idea of offering people a surprise food or a surprise trip. And I wish more companies had actually thought of this. Mm-hmm. How long have they been launched and how is crypto being adapted into them?
1: First time that the surprise concept was applied, was really years ago when the, the low-cost uh, uh, flights were on the market for the first time. Uh, and they applied the concept into uh, like a roulette, uh, roulette like casino concept that it didn't, didn't work really well. So when, when we entered in this market and we had a, an application for, to, to plan your trip, It was actually something that was already on the market. So there was nothing original. So we said, let's switch to the opposite. Let's do like a a surprise. Let's do something like new generation want to be surprised. New generation don't want to be uh, stress out to look for offers, uh, discounts, uh, or uh, the amount, the big amount of accommodation that you can find on all the platforms. So let's do something really easy, fast, and fun for them and the surprise concept came up. So that's that's what happened when when we discovered this concept and we we evolved in, in our one. And we've been the first ones to apply this concept like outside Spain, so like in Europe. Uh, we cover basically all Western Europe right now and we want to expand worldwide soon. Uh, and at the same time, we are the first one to apply the concepts to to the different sectors and the first one was the restaurants it was an mvp that we built two years ago before uh, before uh, the the covid 19 uh, and now it's on the market and we are it's going you know taking its time because we're still uh, we're still getting out of it so uh careful carefully but it's really it's, it's really potential it's actually is moving by itself also we, we don't do any action, any marketing action. But apart from that, the use case that we it will be of the token that we will be uh, will be built in the in the two startups for now is uh is a method of payment in our platforms. They will be built uh, after we launch the token on the market, and uh, also as I said, uh, as a payment method with our partners. It means also hotels. Uh, for that, we will use an app to do that. With um, uh, the, you, you can pay basically with your phone. Something that you can already do in some country like El Salvador or countries where uh, where uh, bitcoins are accepted as a payment method. And then we will do the same as soon as we build the app uh, as well. It's part of the roadmap. And also the last thing is that we want, of course. To our customer, we, our customer, our user, we want them to, to, to use your, our coins first, so we give them rewards in exchange when they buy with our, uh, with our token in our platforms and the pl- and partners once.
0: That's quite a bit, and I'm glad to hear that you're incorporating cryptocurrency, especially Cardano, into your project because I've seen there's so much utility to be found, and as it gets developed, I'm sure even more utility will be developed on that system. Um, I wanted to touch a little bit though on the roadmap. You touched on it a little bit, and I see that it's very, as you said, it's very detailed. How has the development been progressing on that timeline? Have you been keeping up
1: with all of your goals? Or uh, until today, our roadmap has been quite strict, and uh, I'm I speak about our businesses. Um, so we we have. We have our method of uh, getting to the goals and to and uh, reach the deadlines. So we, all, we always reach them, apart from the last year and a half that we, we've been uh, stopped. everybody been stopped. But like without this method, that's why it's easy for us to build also different startups using the same technology. So uh, resuming a bit, the next steps with our token, the, after the pre-sale, we do the audit. We need to do it to... To to make secure the what we're doing, of course, with our, uh, with our cryptocurrency. Then uh, we we lock the liquidity as soon as the market would be uh, the token will be on the market to to make it stable, you know, the graph basically. And then, of course, the public launch after that we start with implementation of the um, well we, we start of course to apply for the for the exchanges for the all the platforms to put our token available on the market but at the same time we will uh, we will start the implementation of the cube swap and then the application i said to for the payment methods and uh, these are not the final goal. And of course, the, the one I said before that we implement the token in our uh, in our platforms. But these are this the, we are we we'll update the, the roadmap in uh, every every two quarters because it's long term. For now, we have five years uh, roadmap. So in five years, we will be at all the startups. And uh, one thing is really important for us that. Uh, Once the token is released on the market, it's not only, you know, the the financial part uh, that that will affect uh, if the token goes up or down, I mean, the value. Uh, It's also like we we see it like like if it's uh, a stock, uh, it's the stock market. So we we do our actions, uh, our public actions with our businesses. We want them to influence the value of the token to still get up. So it's not just you know, going there, burning, progressive burning, it's not only this, it's really strictly related to our company.
0: Okay, so you want it to not only have utility for buying, for example, surprise flight, surprise food delivered, etc. You're wanting it to kind of be a version of a stock, per se, in the company.
1: Yes, it's uh, It they, they, they work together. So the value of the token, uh, you know, it's it can be influenced from, from different things, mainly from uh, the amount of transaction you have. You no, know, speaking about financial, uh, it's not only that. It's also for us, at least. It's also how the company value is going up. So, how you make this company to get to get to grow? You know, together with your cryptocurrency. So they, they connect. That's why the roadmap. Uh, we we when when you build a. a a token or a cryptocurrency from scratch, uh, it's really difficult to see. If you don't have a really clear idea of a blockchain, of the future in the cryptocurrency, it's really difficult to build a roadmap like in five, 10 years, uh, like Cardano did. It's one of the few that, that did something like this. That's what we really like. And for us, it's the same. So our five years uh, roadmap, uh, it's already built. We do, it's already written, basically. And uh, through that, the token value will go up. You know? So this is why we think that it's not the only the financial effort we put on the value of the token that counts, but also the, the, the stability and the growth of our own company.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, something I know you've touched a little bit on and I want to kind of go more into is about the other projects that are coming soon through the blueprints, or through your roadmap. Could you mm-hmm. give us a little sneak peek or a hint on what each of them will be? I imagine Incubator is a kind of startup or incubator, and the NFT subscription kind of explains itself a little bit. Um, but what about Cubebox? I know you said it's business to business. I didn't know if you wanted to elaborate on all these pieces. Sure.
1: The Cubebox, uh, consider that we, when we do this, it means we want to get global. And the token is already making us global because we are people interested in the community. We, build, we used to, the community built in each country with Flycube and ETH, for example. In each country where we go, where we launch, we have a community. In a language, we, we, the token is already built on global uh, expansion. So, for main, the first thing we're going to do is to expand globally with, as soon as we finish our, our algorithm, expand globally Flycube and cube. As I said, CubeBox is the business-to-business uh, vertical. It's basically FlyCube and EatCube products together in a physical gift boxes. We already did an MVP with that two, three years ago. It worked really well. We have a, a B2B approach with the company. So we have already a lot of the, a lot. Of, we have already really important uh, partners with that like in technology, like at for example, and um, we found a way to get to the company really fast and and sell our products with the surprise concept. So this is this is Cube Box. It's the first time that we're going to put in a physical product our surprise uh, experiences. And then um, the incubator. We said uh, this system is. As I said, is centralized for our our startups, and we can make it apply to to other startups as well. So what we're going to do, we're not going to build like an investment fund or something like this. We already have. Uh, we we are a business. We want to make money. All you know, like in this way, we want to sell products and make life better for everybody. So we're going to implement uh, this these um, uh, expansions of the algorithm for other uh, startups that want to be involved. And this is the, cube, uh, the, the incubator. Uh, we have already a plan uh, for marketing, for uh, resources, assets for the companies that want to join us. We will launch it as soon as this is the, the second phase. As soon as we have the algorithm stable 100%, we were going to do it and involve other startups. We already have one that they want to participate, but it's matter, I mean, it will be released in uh, late 2022.
0: So I'm glad to hear that you guys are planning this out for the long term because I know it can be hard, especially with a sector like cryptocurrencies where everything's so fast paced, where things can change quite quickly. I mean, going from CryptoKitties, for example, on Ethereum, to decentralized applications or for dApps or DeFi, it happened within a scale of like, what is it? Two to four years, which mm. is quite explosive. But I'm glad you guys are finding a way to keep up with that and keep moving.
1: You, I think the main, the main reason we're doing like this, that we have the concept that cryptocurrencies is something really real. It's something real that just started to be developed and time to be implemented uh, in the real world. So that's why we need to think long term.
0: Oh, yeah. You don't want to be left behind on that train and trying to catch up to that. No.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: in your white paper, I noticed you intend on creating, as you were talking about, CubeSwap to have an interactive platform to exchange cryptocurrencies into CubeCoin. Has the Cube team or have you guys thought about partnering up with other Cardano-based swaps or DEXs to increase the availability
1: of CubeCoins? Uh, not yet. Not yet, we have a partnership, we started in partnership with other cryptocurrencies to help each other, or actually one of them is a swap, but uh, we didn't speak yet with the other, we, we did with the Cardano ecosystem, we, we did the work on the testnet together before they released um, Alonso for the smart chain, for the, the smart contracts. That's what we did and we, we collaborated, our, our developer collaborated with them but thinking of the future, our swap is really, uh, it would be like, uh, the idea is to build the exchange at the end. So this app that we're going to build is to, is to exchange our token, with, with other, mainly it will be always with the exchange with our token, to swap it and staking and farming with our token. And then, of course, building, building it for other cryptocurrencies as well, selected cryptocurrencies.
0: Yeah. to understand it is your goal to allow for if you want to pay for this trip like for a fly cube for example with bitcoin you'll be able to do that or if you want to do it with ethereum you'll be able to do that through this exchange or
1: through cube swap correct correct but first uh, our coin as because we need to you know you need to really uh Give a strong brand also to the coin, and uh, if we want this to become the the main uh, uh, currency for travel and leisure industries, we need to focus on that that first. So, if we want that a travel a traveler when he wants to buy a trip, he use kubecoin instead of other or any other cryptocurrency. Of course, we will accept the others in time, but mainly it's our token that needs to be.
0: Oh, of course, you want to increase the utility there. And on the topic of utility, I see that you intend on having staking and farming functions to go along with Kubecoin.
1: Mm-hmm. Could you
0: explain how you plan to implement that?
1: that that's what I we was speaking about before uh, for the Cube swap. So, like, it's a part of the reward um, as, as we didn't build the blockchain yet. So, we cannot do this system by ourselves. So, we need to. Uh, to do it through a swap, to our own swap. So the staking and farming part, it's the, the step that coming after this roadmap after we build uh, the, the app and, uh, and the swap. And uh, basically, yes, they, they can stake our coin and they get the words in, uh, in exchange for it. So when they use the, to- the token in our platform and they keep them, um, it's a sort of vesting period, you know, and uh, they, they start to earn their own token. Okay, so
0: when they stake Kubecoin, they'll be rewarded with Kubecoin, right?
1: Yeah, it's always with Kubecoin on,
0: yeah. Okay, awesome. And my last question with regard to Kubecoin's utility is about their use case. So I know mm-hmm. that Kubecoin will be used for purchases within the ecosystem, as you were talking about, with like EatCube and FlyCube. But I was wondering about any fiat on or off ramps for Cube Coin. So in the white paper, I saw one of these use t- cases talked about a little bit about the purchase value of products being automatically converted into Cube Is this the fiat on ramp, or will there be yeah. other fiat on or off
1: ramps? Well, fiat it means that if you buy, for example, in dollars or in in Europe with credit card, we give you back uh, a part of it in Cube Okay. That's a formal reward so then you can you can keep them while you keep them you stick them you can stick them and then you can use them to buy trips uh, I'm, we we don't, we don't expect that our user will buy our trips in the next uh, oh i in the next like few months it's going to be something that is going, it's going to be in time so meanwhile we want to have them Get into the crypto and get to the stability of crypto and everything. And in exchange, we, we reward them with them. So they buy with fiat, they buy with euro, with any, any currency we have available uh, on uh, on our platforms. In exchange, we give uh, we give cube token. Okay, so that does clarify that a bit
0: because that was one misunderstanding, I suppose that I had and that my others might have run into on reading the white paper portion. Okay. But okay, so it would be a reward for buying the service. You'd be rewarded with additional Cube Coin.
1: Correct. We have also a referral program. So now we, we experiment in this with the referral program for the pre-sale and uh, all the activities we're doing with our uh, with our ambassadors and the referrals. And then we'll be implemented in our, uh, in our platforms. It's the same concept. Now it's to spread out the name of KubeCoin uh, and one day is to buy to buy your own adventures.
0: One question I did have nine, since you brought up the pre-sale is, I know that you guys are having a pre-sale and I believe it's on September 27th. Could
1: you tell us a little bit about what to expect? Well, we, the main reason we, we started the pre-sale is that we wanted to to involve private investors as well in this concept, in this, uh, in, this in, in our cube ecosystem. So we already passed through venture capitals with our companies. We already been through investment rounds. So we said we've been in the, the cryptocurrency, let's uh, let before to put in the, into the market, let's, uh, let's see if we can work out with, uh, with private investors as well. So that's the main reason we started the pre-sale. It became like a, really a challenge because you know I'm used to speak to venture capitals. I'm used to do financial plans for startups. So learning all these things for me was really a challenge, a really interesting challenge. And what do I expect from that we, we we expect that we of course we close uh, the three rounds of the pre-sale as soon as possible. so our effort is on this. At the beginning we started to think uh, like we do with with the startup to think uh, massively. So like, let's spread out with ads, with uh, uh, promotions, all these things. And then we found out that crypto doesn't work in this way too if you want to be trust. You're not selling a product, basically. You're asking for people to maybe put money in your wallet and see what happens in the future. So you need to really be trust with them. So we decided to do it organically. So now we go in and we went slower than before and uh, made a strategy basically we can say 80% organic. And we see that through this, uh, we already see the results because people are coming to our Telegram group. They are uh, registering on Twitter. They ask us a lot of questions. And also it's really good for us because we need the community to be part of it, like also helping us with feedback. And actually we had a lot of feedback also in the use case, things that we we could implement because we already have the technology and we didn't think about. So it's amazing what we're creating with uh, with this, and the pre-sale has been a, a, a great excuse to get uh, to get to this point right now. So we expect uh, it's going to be successful. We have the numbers. We 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 work organically. Uh, we have a system. We have already are a company behind the that, that backs the product, the uh, the token. So we have a team. Uh, really good team for for marketing and uh, customer service and everything. So we're always available to speak. My face is there. So uh, we're happy to to have everybody with it. So we expect it's going to be successful.
0: Oh, yeah. And I've seen you guys have quite a large community. And Mm -hmm. the community helps to build a project. And the project, of course, helps to build the community. And I'm glad you guys are taking advantage of that symbiotic relationship to help push not only your community forward, your project forward, but also possibly other projects. For example, if you get the incubator running up and running, that other people might be able to help build on the Cardano ecosystem as well or in the Cube
1: ecosystem, possibly. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So we, when we built our own blockchain, we can all do together that definitely in long term. The, the thing is that we work really good with the community because we have experience with Flycube. That we build, as I said, in each market we have a different community, but they are not the same people that we reach out. Of course, now we're speaking about investors. We're speaking about uh, fun of crypto. It's a totally different, uh, let's say, market with the, with the other crypto with, with the other communities we have or with the other startups. So, so like with with like, we have about three hundred thousand follower follower users, engaged users. Uh, they do the same they, the other ones they do with crypto, they help us, they promote us, they shield, they put amazing things together. They send us content, Contents, as I said, that we're going to put in on the NFT platform, but it's not the same. So with cryptocurrency, we have to start uh, from scratch again. So we try that. Uh, we try to ask them, uh, would you like to get into the crypto? It's totally different.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, I I can imagine so. One thing, I'm just jumping a little bit back to the pre-sale. I know you'll be raising funds. Do you, where will those funds be going or where will the funds be directed towards?
1: Sure. Uh, first thing is the technology. So we, mm-hmm. we need to finish this algorithm to be able to, to build all the startups together. Let me, let me see you some numbers. So the 30% is going to technology. 50% is going for marketing. Not only for people the marketing of the old cube ecosystem, because as I said, as soon as we release the the, the tokens to the market, and now we can because the smart contracts are available, <laughs> we we're going to expand globally. We have already the plan, we have everything for the 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 huge expansion. The first thing would be US, as we already know the market there. I've been there for two months in Silicon Valley. I just came back a few weeks ago uh to to build the plan there with the with the providers and the uh, and uh, our partners. And uh, so the expansion starts from US because it's a huge market that allows us to expand faster later globally. So that's why we market in this 50%. Then on operations, we, we, we have to handle the monitoring and um, the quality assurance for the algorithm and uh, the travel uh, hospitality operations. Um, and the 5% is going to be to secure... All the system and uh, the legal part. The legal part is quite expensive. So, if you, as soon as we, we, already, we already had our own legal opinion, we already have our we backed by two, two lawyer studios, lawyers that, that we they, they, they find, they checked, they did check the due diligence and everything. We need to do, as soon as the token will be to the market, we need to comply with some standards for utility token, and we have 5% is, goes, is going for that. So this is, this is the um, let's say, the use of phone we, we were going to have uh, for the pre sale.
0: Oh, yeah. And I, that sounds like a great divvy up, and I understand a large portion of that is going towards marketing, but that I think a lot of people underestimate the necessity of marketing because, for example, you can have the greatest product ever, but if no one knows about it or no one knows how to access it,
1: then that doesn't help you at all. So no, it's pretty difficult. It's, uh, it's, uh, the, that's why marketing is amazing. Apart from this, it's a really big world and it's really complicated to make your product known. Uh, well, also, so nowadays as well with the, the amount of offers we have. So no mar- marketing is uh, we, without marketing, we, we couldn't sell any tree, anything, anything. We, we, we need that. And, uh, And it's something that any company needs to put the effort on. Uh, Also, if you have a small shop, it's not only about global expansion, all these things. It's the basic of any business.
0: Oh, of course. And I know you talked a little bit about, so we talked about the pre-sale. That's what we've been talking about. And I know you said you had to learn quite a bit because it is different than venture capital. It's different than putting together a pitch deck and trying to get venture capitalists to invest with you. But I know that you've raised quite a bit of capital through venture capital. Was it difficult at first to sell the idea, especially with Cardano in its infancy or?
1: Uh, when we raised the capital, it uh, was really easy for us, actually, I must say, because we had numbers. So what we have, the difference also with our co- other competitors and, um, and in the travel industry that's the, the hugest market, but it's really full of actors in it. The normally a startup, just to give you a really a long story short, because it's uh, it's really we can speak about it all day. Uh, startups normally at the beginning; they're not profitable, so and they need capital to make the you know to build the idea, to be the MVP, and then put on the market and see if what happens, and then grow. So. What happened to us that we did a really good job. So when, when we started, we already started to sell with margin and we had profitability really straight away. So our, we, our strength was based on the profitability. So when we went to the venture capital the first time, they, they wanted, wanted to enter, but we, didn't, we stopped the investment round because we were making the money through the company. Through our margin, so we say let's wait a bit. So we we started raising capital after two years the company was uh, was created, and we closed around. Normally, you a minimum you you need five months to close around like that, and we we closed in like a month and a half, two months as maximum. Wow. As as I remember it beginning on uh, on 2019. Uh, sorry, 2018. Beginning of 2018, we closed it. Uh, and uh, with two venture capitals and the Spanish national fund and it went amazingly. It went we just had to show the numbers and, uh, and anyway, now we must say they you know, now we are in with like you within an uh, investment round but it's another thing it's of course more difficult because we are, now we see companies bigger so you're seeking more money and there is the company the, the COVID behind so now the things are working in the totally different way compared to two years ago. Cardano is, uh, and uh, to answer to your question, when we raised capital, we didn't get uh, to the, the crypto yet. So what, what, what we must say that in case we have any issue with the company or any, uh, I don't know, something happened, we always have the board back that They can help us. Our investors and our uh, our mentors. They are part of the, our network. So that's the thing that, that when when you build a token with a company behind, they the already raised capital. You have a lot of resources uh, that normally you don't have if you build everything from scratch. So that's that's the good thing of having uh, or been already through uh, an investment round through venture capitals. I must say that now with crypto, I really, I really love the the, the new form of, of fundraising with cryptocurrency. There's a totally different thing. I, I don't want to say that it's going to kill the venture capital. That's not that. It's completely different. But it's a new way for new projects to be funded, and it's amazing because people can, can participate with this. And uh, and uh, and also, if the project goes well, it's really risky, of course. But if if you make your own research and it works uh, it works well, you got profit in really short time with crypto compared with you know an investment in uh, in a startups that takes a minimum five years.
0: Oh yeah, and I know so for those who aren't in the venture capital world, there's a lot that goes into getting venture capital. There's like finding angel investors, finding all these people that are willing to invest in the company, and as you were stating i think cryptocurrency has added a few extra avenues because whether you're running a initial stake offering so you spin up a few stake pools where you say hey if you stake here you'll get our token that there's just different ways now or additional ways to get incentives for people to invest in your company or there's project catalyst where a lot of people go to to get these funding through voting so I don't see it as bad. I actually see it as a benefit. And of course, as you said, venture capital is not going anywhere. Like that will be around. But it's nice to have other possible avenues. For example, if one can't get venture capital, but a bunch of individuals see value in it,
1: that they have a way to invest in it. Um, Actually, I want to tell you something. Sorry for interrupting. I want to tell you something about the... the, um, uh, venture capital, when, when in business in in general, when you do an investment round with startup, uh, they usually to they usually differentiate the, the investment in different startups because most of them fail, the majority of them fail. So I don't see really the difference in real. Uh, I see the risk when you're speaking about uh, non-legit coins like knowledge in tokens or on these things. So in this world, in a cryptocurrency, that, that's the main risk. They invest, you invest in a token that can disappear from a day to another. That's the main risk. But if you, if you do your own research and you're good with it, because when you invest in something, you need to do research. Don't, so we are speaking about this kind of uh, private investors. It's basically, I, I don't see difference with, uh, with investments of, through venture capital or business angels because I guarantee that 90 90, 95% of the startups, it's really possible they can fail. Or maybe in five years. But like uh, in, in, in the crypto is like this. The, the, the difference is that the, we must say that it's more democratic. So everybody can can access to it if they want.
0: Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying it's any more or less risky because, as you said, a lot of companies go under, like not every company ends up being Uber. Like there are hundreds of companies that if I were to start listing, people would be like, I've never heard of that company. It's like, yes, because it was a startup that failed. No one knows about it. Like, and I'm sure like even with big companies, they too can fail. like we've seen Blockbuster. Like you would have looked 10, 20 years ago and went Blockbuster's not going anywhere or Macy's isn't going anywhere. And now it's like they're pretty much on their Either they're out, like out of the system completely or they're on their way. So yeah. it, there is a risk.
1: Yeah, yeah, risk is everywhere. When you invest, there was always a risk, I started investing in stocks uh, years ago, and then uh, now I passed totally 100% on cryptocurrencies, but I need, I, I actually I must tell you that, that it took like uh, one year of investigation research before I started putting the first money on, in cryptocurrency. Uh it needs time, like also in with start it needs time to do research, to understand, and and you're not always right. So mainly you you you're wrong <laughs> when you do yeah. when you, you need you need to really to be sure. So when I started with startups, then I went with crypto. Now we like fuse them together. Actually, from my point of view, inside of it. Right now, I don't see that much difference. I see difference when uh, startups want to take money without getting the numbers or when a crypto is uh, a fake crypto and uh, they want to take money from the private. It happens in, uh, in both sectors.
0: Oh, yeah. So I did have a couple of last questions, some more fun questions so our audience can get to know you a bit better. So sure. first, what is your favorite travel destination?
1: Hmm. Well, I must say the, my 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 favorite one was until uh, two months ago was uh, the south of Spain. It's Andalusia. I always go there. Basically, I'm in Spain. I'm in Barcelona, but I always go in summertime in Andalusia. I love it. But uh, before to get to United States, uh, the barriers were closed uh, from Europe, so I had to do the quarantine uh, in Mexico. So I went to Cancun, and I want to get back there. So. I'd I, I like to change. Of course, I'm, I'm in the travel industry. I love to travel. But right now, the main one is Cancun in, uh, in Mexico.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: nice. Um, do you, I'm, so
0: I know you've talked about just now your favorite place. Do you have a favorite vacation spot or destination?
1: Yeah, it's, it's local. It's really cool to here. It's Malta. Yeah. I love my, I Actually, I, Malta is an amazing island for culture, for... Um, yeah, also to have fun and uh, the landscape, the sea, the, um, the coast is amazing. So Mar- I think Mar- Malta is my best spot.
0: No. Oh, no, that sounds absolutely lovely. And, of course, the final one, it's, I'm sure a lot of people see it coming. What has been the strangest or most interesting food that you have had
1: whilst on vacation? <laughs> In the United States, two months ago, sorry, because maybe I have a short memory. <laughs> two months ago, I'm used to, you know, like the sandwiches here are standard, let's say. I had a sandwich in the United States in, um, in San Francisco, and actually, San Francisco, you know, it's like a healthy city, you know, there are a lot of vegans, all these things, a lot of this kind of restaurant. But I had like a sandwich like this full of meats. With different kind of meats altogether, yeah <laughs> and and i i didn't understand why, because normally you know i'm used to one taste two tastes as as if, I'm Italian so you know yeah <laughs> this thing so you know one 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 flavor to flavor not ten, twelve, maybe <laughs> you know different type of them, and then how, how you can get the taste of it so so this 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 one was like the I try also because I don't eat that much meat. I was there, as so I said, okay, uh, I'm flexible. But uh, it was really like uh, why? The, my question was why? Why, why the, the amount? Just just one two slices of and some uh, uh, lettuce and uh, and tomato, and it was okay. <laughs> oh no, oh no! I, like I'm American, and
0: I've had many friends who come from outside of America come here, and as you said, the question is why, or more mm-hmm. like. Why does this exist? Like, why can I get a burger at a baseball stadium with Krispy Kreme donuts for buns? Like, why? So, no, I, I understand what you're saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the way this, that happens lately. Yeah.
0: This has been super informative, and I really appreciate you taking the time to chat today. Before we go, how can people get involved with what you're doing, or how can people best support you and your team? Uh, the best way
1: is to join us on Telegram looking for coin and get in touch with our marketing manager mark is always available online because we have an ambassador program and a referral program and also for any feedback any questions we always there we have two community managers um they are taking care of the community there and there is us as uh you know directors for for more technical questions and uh, and the development team as well so telegram is the is the main point to get in touch directly with us and ask any, any questions on, on the project, or on everything they want.
0: Oh, of course. And we will have their Telegram, the Twitter, all of this down in the description, as well as right below us. So you guys can check those out. I'd recommend checking it out. It seems like an extraordinarily interesting project. And of course, there is the pre-sale going on on the 27th. If you're wanting to look into that, then that's also an opportunity. You'll be able to just check that out. I believe it's on your website, right?
1: Correct. It's on our website. We build our own launch bar.
0: Okay. Well, thank you once again for coming on and taking the time to talk with us. I really appreciate it. Thank
1: you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.
0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cardano Convo podcast. If you want an easy way to help us out, make sure to share this podcast. That way we can grow and create a better podcast for you guys. Also, leave us a 5-star review. And if you had feedback on today's episode, tweet us at Cardano Convo, send your emails to cardanoconvo at gmail.com, or join the Cardano Convo Discord server and let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Also make sure to check out our new podcast website on crypto-loops.com. We'd also like to thank our sponsors. First are our Patreons over on the Cardano Convo Patreon page. Their direct contributions help to make this podcast possible. By becoming a Patreon, you gain amazing benefits such as access to polls to help decide the content of upcoming episodes, early access to videos, roles and benefits within the Discord server, and so much more. Our second sponsor is Loops Pool. If you want to help out the podcast and are looking for a Cardano stake pool to delegate your ADA to, then think about delegating with Loops Pool. That's Loops, L-O-O-P-S. Again, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you in the
1: next episode of the Cardano Convo.